0: what's good and welcome back to miles apart hi matthew how are you doing
1: living lavish how about you
0: <laughs> i am amazing i'm in the mountains so i cannot complain about my life right now
1: mm. lucky you
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um speaking of which tell us a little bit about your little experience in uh, montana and the mountains
1: mm. So this past week, I was in Montana. I went from Vegas. I was in Vegas for three to four days, and then I went to Montana after. It was a nice cleanse after the three to four days of debauchery. Um, but it was awesome. I never really got to experience mountains like that. So it was cool to see the differences between like Montana compared to Swiss Alps and stuff like that. So
0: you said it was interesting or like unique to see the mountains in Montana compared to the Swiss mountains. Can you elaborate a bit on what were the precise differences that you noted?
1: Um, I'd say nature wise, the wildlife was a lot different. Um, like I saw some mountain goats and marmot and moose. And in Switzerland, you see cows and more cows and maybe some <laughs> birds. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more of a intertwining of civilization in Switzerland in the mountains. So more like many towns in the mountains and, um, you know, those buildings that are on the top of a mountain where you can have a beer or something um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that really doesn't exist, especially because we were hiking in Glacier National Park. So I feel like that's kind of the reason, but I haven't really seen a lot of towns, many towns or small buildings in the mountains in America but in my um, small amount of exploration.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like before, so like, fun fact, British, um, so rich British tourists actually started building or like creating the ski, um, world or like lifestyle in Switzerland. And they were the ones who built, um, local ski resorts as like Champery, which is where I am right now, um. And so, I wonder what is different in their approach, because yes, the like the these villages seem like classical like photo book like chalets and whatnot, but you also like what is how would you compare them to like the ones that you saw
1: in Montana? Um, well, honestly, where I was, there isn't any skiing but you don't have skiing in mm-hmm. the winter. So I feel like that may play a part in it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. if I went to, there was a big, not a big, but like there was a town called Whitefish that wasn't far away that has a ski resort. So maybe it might have looked different, but um, yeah, it just seems like nature is one thing. Human civilization is another thing. And there isn't, that much of a connection besides trails and maybe a Mm -hmm. building at the front of one in every 10 to 15 trails is there any like so
0: in switzerland we have a lot of like agriculture in the mountains with like you know you mentioned cows before like goats or sheep do you like is there agriculture in the montana mountains outside probably of a wild, like
1: or a national outside of a national park uh i mean not that i saw there there's a lot of land that's flat so i i think that's why because they just use the land that's flat i feel like it's easier to be farming on a land that's flatter than something that is on A hillside or a mountainside so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i guess in that sense it makes more sense compared to living in somewhere as mountainous as like the swiss alps so Mm -hmm. but even then i did not see that many cows um there were a decent amount of horses but besides that it was all just natural like wildlife Mm -hmm. which is kind of terrifying because we're constantly we have like bear spray we're constantly Peer being spray? yeah what is bear spray so it's <laughs> you know pepper spray yes so it's pepper spray for bears and it shoots like 10 feet out like it goes like really far and it's very strong and you okay. if a bear is about to attack you you like take it out and you spray it in the face and then it will like run away that's Damn. the like, that's like the number one, um, line of defense, like against the bear.
0: Unless you bring a one of my beloved little
1: belts, then no bear is gonna show up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a bell is. I would compare that to the SpongeBob episode where they draw a circle around themselves. To re- block themselves from, a like, that sea bear or whatever. Like, that's basically what a bell does. It does nothing.
0: I mean, yes, but, like, it lets the bear know, oh, there is someone. And yeah. unless he's hungry for humans, you're pretty safe.
1: What the people that I was with, what they did when we were hiking, they would every five to ten minutes, they would just be like, hey, bear. They would just say that literally like every five minutes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Interesting.
1: But it's weird enjoying a hike, but also when it's like densely, like when it's very dense and there's a lot of trees and you're very surrounded by the woods and stuff like that, you have to be like looking around at all times because if a bear is really close and they smell you and they feel threatened then they're going to attack you so damn
0: yeah i mean the only we don't have bears here but the only thing that i could compare it to is um boar yeah wild pigs is that how you call it boar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so in the region where i'm right now we have a lot of boars and like every here and there, there was a boar attack because someone was hiking, and like there was a boar mother with her boar babies, (laughs) and she was like, I'm not taking this risk. (laughs) I'm going to attack you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing how disconnected humans can feel from nature when we are a part of it, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like, people say, oh, like, go get in nature and find your peace and calm and Whatever, but it's really we we are, we are animals. We are nature, you know, and we just have lost that connection, living in cities and stuff like that. Or at least I I would say.
0: I agree. I think we built a system where, with like economy and like technology, we're trying to tell us that. That's the lifestyle we want to have. But me, like I had just worked a couple of days and I was kind of stressed and like tired. And I came back to the mountains yesterday and like immediately, like all the stress goes away. And like on a hike today, you're like, I don't know, you You become so small in this big nature where you're like, hmm, why am I stressed? I don't know. It's It's difficult to explain, but I
1: agree with what you said. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I'll talk to a family member and they'll be like, oh, "Why would I go on a hike? Like, there's no gain from it. Like, why would you go on a run or something?" But it's like when you get to the top of a mountain and you feel so small because you're, you get to see so far and so many mountains and valleys and stuff. You just feel so small and it humbles you and gives you like a sense of peace and calm Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i've learned that i really need that and it's nice to have gotten that and hopefully at some point i live near somewhere like that so i can just pop in and pop out like you do that was
0: yeah that was my question um having that gained knowledge or you had that knowledge before, but like now I feel like you see it more when you're there, Mm. like when you are in the mountains, you're like, oh, I need to be more in this environment. Do you feel, what can I say, imprisoned by Chicago as a city that does not or cannot offer that type of nature?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I I love Chicago, and I've been here for five years, and it's been amazing, but now I kind of know more about myself, and I'd love to see what it's like to experience life closer to nature, um, mm-hmm. but being in a relationship, you kind of have to talk with your partner and whatnot, so yeah. um, it's really understanding the, the needs of both of us, but... Down the line, I could definitely see myself living in Montana or Oregon or something like that, or even abroad. You know, Zurich. you never know. Zurich, Zurich, Zurich. <laughs> I'll just take over your um, your spot in Chabusa.
0: Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you actually move to Switzerland, and the apartment is mine because I will inherit it at some point. Yeah, we can maybe talk about you coming here sometimes. (laughs) It was funny. I'm never gonna give away this place. (laughs) It
1: was it was funny. I showed up to Vegas, and I showed up late. So I, everyone, everyone came on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. They everyone arrived before like 4 p.m., but I arrived Mm -hmm. at one in the morning. Oof. So, oh, no, no, I know where this is going. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not that bad. But like everyone went to dinner and everyone went out and went to the strip clubs and whatnot. And by the time that I got to our place, like everyone was coming back almost. So I just stayed up and was talking to them and everyone storms in. They're like one by one. They're like, oh, I heard you're moving to Europe. I'm like, what? What is going on? (laughs) And apparently Elliot and Johnny just told them that I'm literally moving to Europe. (laughs) <laughs> what maybe it's a sign. Uh,
0: Elliot, if you're listening, and Johnny, thank you. I really <laughs> I support this idea. Now it's just um Candace, if you're listening I was about to say make him move, but that would be weird. Make you guys move to Europe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I'm very interested to see what she thinks when she comes because when we come visit you and go to portugal as well and paris um i'll get to see more of europe but she'll get, actually get to see you So mm mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see th- what she thinks
0: so i drove yesterday um to the mountains and we were on the phone and um we were a bit discussing your trip to switzerland and that you're bringing your girlfriend and I started realizing on a drive... So, like, for listeners, I live in Zurich, um, which is the biggest city in Switzerland. Not comparable to American cities, but that's a different topic. Um, And first, I drive to another city on the highway, and it's just flat and annoying because there's a lot of traffic, and all my friends who might be listening right now know how much I hate it. Um, And afterwards, the landscape becomes more scenic and then you get to like big mountains and you're on this highway and like you have all these mountains next to you and then you have a big lake and whatnot so it's like it's insane but i realized this in the last couple years when i moved back when i moved to the u.s suddenly i was in this area of the u.s chicago which was totally flat and every time now i'm here i'm like wow i grew up here this is my home and i start laughing and i'm like damn i'm never leaving this place anymore <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so weird like i've you don't understand the things you have unless you lose them
1: yeah i mean you did a 180 and you're like i don't like switzerland And I love America and all this stuff. And you come to America and it's so great. You're having so much fun. And COVID happens and you go home and you realize, oh, man, like I really had a good. Um, Which I can't say that happened to me. I did not. I did did not go home because of COVID and be like, man, Columbus, Ohio is popping. Maybe if I was born. No, if I was born in Switzerland, maybe I would have been like that. But, um, yeah, it's cool to see how you have fallen back in love with your home country. You know?
0: Yeah. And it's also like my girlfriend pointed this out a couple of weeks or like she has pointed out this many times before I am, I like living in a city, but I realize more and more that I love nature. And that I need nature a lot more than I thought at first. So I've always wanted to like live in big cities. But now I'm like, I just like the mountains or like nature way too much. That's my biggest problem. I'm Well, it's not a problem. It's just a realization. And that's why I love Switzerland. It's, it gives me everything at once.
1: Yeah, my I went on a trip. I have no idea idea how long ago probably four years ago with candace my girlfriend and her family we went to go visit her extended family um they lived like in the middle of nowhere in pennsylvania like in a forest Mm -hmm. um and there was no cell service we were there for a week like all you had to do was all you could do was just go hiking and I have like deep talks with people because without phones and stuff, you can have these conversations mm-hmm. um, with no obstructions. Um, and I honestly fell in love with being so connected with nature like that and not being able to be distracted by my phone. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say my dream when I'm older is to obviously have a family, but um, to have a nice quaint house near mm-hmm. nature i can just go outside and go on a hike in the morning and i don't have to feel like i'm stuck in this fast-paced city life you know i just feel yeah. like it, it's always go 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 what are we doing yeah. next everything has to be fantastic when when i'm in nature it's more like peaceful more thoughtful you know
0: hmm yeah i mean I understand it because I'm so grateful and lucky that my grandfather decided to buy a apartment here in the Swiss Alps and for everyone listening, so we're, it's called Champoussin and it's like in the, <clears throat> in the Valley, Valles, which is like, um, Western part of Switzerland literally in the mountains, but he bought this apartment in this new ski resort that was just built like a year before. Like it's all new and like super unknown. And it's really compared to other ski resorts in Switzerland, like cheap. And once you have such a place, you get connected to it. And sometimes my mother is like, should we just sell? And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, mm-hmm. no, this is like, Every time I come here, I'm, like, so, like, I need this so much. And I'm so happy that my family has this place where I can just go and, like, calm down. And, like, it's home, but it's, like, when everything is too much outside, I come here. And, like, the older I become, the more I need it. And the more often I have to use it or want to use it. I think it's
1: cool because it can be a generational thing and it becomes part of the family and part of each individual. Like there's thinking about you as a person, your place in Champousin and like the hikes that we've done and stuff. Like I feel like that is also part of your like makeup at this point, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can, you can share this, um, relationship and, appreciation with your kids when you have them and it'll be passed on you know Mm -hmm. um and i think that that is a healthy thing that connects us with the nature around us yeah
0: and it's even crazier sometimes i look at old pictures of my grandfather skiing in the same ski resort and my mom when she was younger or like throughout her life and now me it's like like you said like this is generational home intergenerational Mm home i don't know it makes sense yeah
1: that's wild it's cool to think about how much has gone on in that like little town like what what year was that like town created you know
0: um i want to say 1977 It's not even a town. Like, it's more a village. So there's, like, maybe five people living up here throughout the entire year. And it's so small that it's not even... It doesn't even have... has its own postal code or, like, mini government. It's um, actually tied to a different little village in the valley. But, Mm -hmm. like, the main resort in this valley is, like... Was founded by English travelers to say around 1850 Mm. something like that so like Mm -hmm. where i am right now is like on top of that valley and the beauty is like it's so secluded like there's right now it's like the beginning of summer but it's like some people like people are still working so it's like not vacation time and i want to say there's like maybe five to ten people in this village right now where i am and it's like dead silent and i Mm -hmm. love this here and there's like there's a couple like but this apartment faces towards that big mountain in front of us. And in the back there's like this mini chapel and in the summer there's like cows outside. And I love Mm. it. Like in the evenings, I can hear their bells and they're like eating and like, I don't know. It's just, it's a dream. (laughs) It's the absolute dream.
1: Yeah. I mean, I fell in love with it the first time that I went, I didn't even know like I liked nature. I never really gone (laughs) hiking. (laughs) I've never been outside of the U.S. besides going to um, the Bahamas, which honestly I don't really think counts. Um, it counts. But yeah, it definitely has it changed my perspective fully. Going to visit you, um, and that's where I learned that I actually like nature, and I've gone to different places because of this experience that I've had. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. hence why we are talking now about montana like i i don't think i would have had i would not have had a desire to go visit my friend without five years ago or four years ago visiting you you know
0: yeah it's the That's butterfly crazy. effect it, it truly is <laughs> yeah yeah it's insane yeah, and it's like every time, like when I'm hiking here, like some of these hiking paths I've done hundreds of times, but I still love them so much. And I, mm. so I was posting a couple of Instagram stories throughout the day, throughout my hike. And my mom was commenting on them and she was like, "Ugh, oh, you're so lucky. I have to sit here at home and working. <laughs> <laughs> and I call her and I'm like, "Ugh, oh, it's beautiful. And she's like, Where are you? And I'm like, Here, exactly. Like, I just describe her the next 50 meters in front of me and she's like oh yeah i know where you are she's like mm-hmm. oh, i wish i could be there and it's just like yeah i don't know it's... it's it's difficult to explain it's like either you love mountains and nature or you don't
1: i feel like but one everyone... thing or oh, you can go yeah
0: Well, I feel like everyone gets humbled by mountains. Like, it's just spectacular Mm. to see mountains in general, because like, if you think about this is nature made like millions of years ago, and it's just standing
1: there and like
0: it's insane to look at it.
1: Well, it'll be there. It was there long before you and it'll be there long after you, you know, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. such a beautiful thing, I think, to think about
0: yeah and it's like it's i don't know like hiking like you're in nature there's not millions or thousands of people around you like i saw maybe today 10 10 people on a four and a half hour hike Mm -hmm. and that's a lot for here usually i don't see anyone Mm -hmm. it's like the best thing in the world
1: (laughs) yeah i mean people need that isolation um I mean, everyone needs social interactions, but it's nice to get away.
0: So do you think, though, <clears throat> my opinion, I, I believe that people need much more physical activity and have to use much more, like, their environment, nature, as a lot of people, like, or a lot of us actually do. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think even people that are avid runners or whatnot, they go to the gym and they might have 45 minutes to an hour to themselves to work out. I just don't think that that is enough. You know, people want to people want to get their 10,000 steps in for the sake of getting 10,000 steps in. But I think there's something much deeper than that. Like go outside and feel connected with. The nature around you maybe someone just planted flowers maybe the tree leaves are falling or something like that you know like having a sense of connection while you're doing an activity is it's just as vital as doing the activity but i think um, a lot of us in the western world we are very um, stagnant how do you mean stagnant like we don't prioritize movement
0: yeah. You know? Yeah, or it's a system <clears throat> that that I think for like with technology and like our modern world, we do not have to like walk five kilometers anymore to a water fountain and fill up our bottles of water. We just open a tap, or mm-hmm. we don't have to. I don't know. You as a vegetarian, we don't have to go and find mushrooms but we just go yeah. to a grocery store so yes our life has become much easier in a lot of cases that's good but i also think that a lot of people just have lost their touch to nature environment and especially their body that's just my opinion i know it's a it's a it's a how do you say a, dif- a difficult topic
1: <clears throat> i don't think it's a hot take though Like, I think a lot of people are aware that society as a whole has lost touch with our physical selves and like the outdoors and whatnot. Um, It's just people have designed the the normal life now to keep people in that, you know. So, like, Mm -hmm. you as an individual have to prioritize it yourself. You know no one else is gonna put in place a law where you have to go outside for 30 minutes you know
0: true but i've heard this so many times from so many people before i don't have time or i don't need this much exercise i feel like that's just a big ass lie because you always have time Like, sure, there's, you know, there's one day where you just, like, don't have physical time to do this. But I feel like we always have time to create those moments. And I feel like often it's just we've gotten, as a society, too comfortable with not doing anything for our bodies anymore. And not also, like, neglecting mental health and physical health. Like, if you look at how people, some people are just overweight and
1: it's insane i think um it's all about what you, a certain individual prioritizes like if, mm-hmm. if something in your life is a number one priority you're going to get it done like if i it's a number one priority in my entire life is to learn how to play the guitar you bet your ass i'm going to learn how to play the guitar you know it's just how do you How do you prioritize something and make it part of your healthy lifestyle?
0: Yeah, but I feel like with like sports and like being active, it's in our nature. Like, yeah, our ancestors weren't lying around on couches watching Netflix, that has only existed for a couple of years. So, our body in evolution. Like in if you look at it from an ev- ev- evolutional aspect, it's like we've always been in shape. It's just that, yes, in for a couple of centuries it was um if you were fat, it was seen as you were rich and had enough food to eat. But I feel like how can you ignore your body like this? And how can you Yeah, just, like, not being in touch with your body anymore. Because that's what's essentially happening, in my opinion, at some point.
1: Well, I think either one, you didn't grow up with it because your parents weren't like that. Or you grew up with sports and then real life came and you had to get a job and whatnot. And then you just kind of lost touch with it. I think a lot of people, at least in America, like, they get into sports and then high school they're pretty heavily in sports and then college rolls around and then they kind of start to party and whatnot and then by the time you um, get a job and find a place to stay and whatnot you have a nine to five job um, you're tired by the end of your day and you're not going to do anything so how do you would argue I was just gonna say how do you how do you like how do you combine or integrate um working out or being physically active into your daily life there's plenty of people that ride their bike to work or run to work or you know
0: but your argument was that it's a question of up and coming whether if you're like active or not like it whether you're active or not is determined how you were how you grew up like is your family active you will be active is your family not active you will not be active
1: no i just think um if you grew up with it you might have a a better understanding of like being active how important it Mm -hmm. is but Mm -hmm. every case is different like I wouldn't say that I was the most active person in the beginning of college just because I was so burnt out because I was playing basketball all the time in high school. Um, Mm -hmm. Just being super stressed out. I didn't really appreciate the daily um, health benefits of being active. It was kind of just like a job, you know, whereas now I see it totally different. So it's just like a, Every person is on their own, like physical health journey. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, do you have anything else to add about this? Cause I don't, um, otherwise <laughs> I would ask you for, I don't know, hack of the day, hack of the week, half of the month, or you said something before we start recording which was, I don't know, like thought of the month, something like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll do a hack of the week. Um, Mm. Totally random, but bringing a Nintendo switch on a flight is so legendary. (laughs) It is. I literally like, it's like walking around with an Xbox in your hand. <laughs> and it passes the time so quickly. Uh, I had like a three and a half hour flight, like three times in the past, like almost two weeks. And it went by so fast just because I <laughs> had these headphones on. I couldn't hear anything besides my game. And I'm just sitting there like, fighting away.
0: Well, that's... um. I'm glad you figured that out now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what to add to (laughs) this. Yeah. um, (laughs) What's yours? Really got me. What's mine? Um, There is something that's kind of vital to me but it's also annoying and bad for the environment sick yeah that's kind of crazy huh? sun lotion so I need sun lotion because I'm like milk white it's really bad so as soon as there's sun I turn into a rat lobster within two hours in the sun and it's really not fun and it's bad for my health because at some point I might have skin cancer Therefore, I need sun lotion. But because my skin is so insanely bright, I need a lot of it and very strong one. So if I'm hiking in the mountains, it's not horrible. I just smash it on my body and then I just sweat and then I have to put on more. <laughs> so that's that. But if I go to the lake, I put on sun lotion and I go into the water and there's always some you know, like some sun lotion from your skin going into the water. And that's why I'm like, it's really not good for the environment because no one can tell me that these like chemicals that you put on your um, skin are great for our waters.
1: Yeah. I think you could do some research on waters the most environmentally friendly sunscreen or sun lotion. Mm-hmm. Um for the environment maybe that might i'm sure there are certain sun lotions for swimming and whatnot but it's it's kind of hard because at, at the end of the day what makes the biggest difference you wearing your sun lotion and going into the lake or the the trash in the city like accidentally falling into the water you know
0: I mean, yes, but if I would think like that, or if every everyone would think like that, we would never be able to like actually save our environment. So I feel like it's also on us to maybe spend some time and think about these issues.
1: I mean, 100%. Um,
0: yeah, but that said, it's like, so for years I've always just ignored <laughs> my issue with Sun. <laughs> which just wasn't fun because I was always in pain in the summer. Mm-hmm. And now I really try because at some point I realized like, oh, this is not good. I need to change this. And also, since I got tattoos, um, it's not great for tattoos to have sunburns because they, um, um, what's the word? They get dull? Yeah, like they lose their intensi- intensity.
1: Yeah, they get dull.
0: Yeah. So I really don't want that after spending money on tattoos. Um, but yeah, so it's annoying because I, I really try to think about it at all times. And today on the hike, I forgot about my legs (laughs) Mm. and now I already like, I just came home. I want to say like two hours ago from my hike. Yeah. I can feel that my legs are burned. It's really annoying.
1: (laughs) It's funny because whenever I put on sun lotion, I never put it on my legs. But I never have issues. It's weird. It's the half ah. filipino I mean.
0: You have to repeat that. Um connection went away and um <laughs> So you what said did you whenever hear? you put on You said whenever I put on um Sun Lotion then So repeat that.
1: Oh, I said whenever I put on sun lotion, I never put it on my legs.
0: And you never get burned on your legs?
1: Mm Mm-mm. Lucky you. I feel like the only thing that I have to care... Like, the only spots I care about are my face and the back of my ears and then, like, my neck.
0: But don't... like So... I don't go to, like, the lake or beach topless every day. So I can't just, like, become or, like, have a darker skin tone throughout the summer. What usually happens is I wear a t-shirt and then I have browner arms and a wider (laughs) upper body. And it's really, it looks like a... um like a farmer's fan. Yeah, or like a reverse T-shirt. Yeah, and I can't figure out what to do to not have these stupid ass prints every What well,
1: I, I had to break it to you, you're just the white European man. Like, it's just gonna be like that forever. Yeah, but you don't okay. want to get sun, you don't want to get skin cancer, so I would definitely um, tell you to oh. put sun lotion on
0: absolutely and also i gave up of tanning like first of all i get bored second of all i do not have the 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 patience to just lay there for four hours and be like all right 15 minutes front side 15 minutes back side like hell no it's also not really healthy especially not for my skin type um to have given up but it's still you know like when you go swimming at the lake and you see these people who are like really nicely tan and then i arrived and i'm just like hey i'm cheese man <laughs> what up <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like being tan but i hate tanning like i hate sitting there and doing nothing just like feeling the sun bake my skin it's just so annoying Ugh. No, I hate it. I don't just like feeling yeah. really hot and like sweaty, and it's not my thing.
0: So I've been introduced to a solution that could potentially be something for me, but I haven't figured out if I want to use this.
1: I think I know what you're gonna say.
0: Spray tan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you would look hilarious with a spray tan. Um, but you know they have they have like sun lotions with built-in like tanner in it.
0: Yeah, but you know what that that does to me?
1: Makes you orange?
0: No, I just become I get really horrible sunburns from it. It's oh. never worked. I've tried it mm. two summers consecutively. Never did I get tan. I just got really red.
1: I think you'd look pretty weird really tan though. You yeah. know. There's these men that think that they look really good tan and They're kind of old but they're really just really red you know what i'm saying they're just like really red they're not even tan they're just like they're like lobsters walking around
0: (laughs) are you comparing me to these people
1: no i'm saying you would look like that if you try to like tan all the time
0: yeah that's true so yeah that's why i feel so my girlfriend has introduced me the first time i thought about spray tan in my life before and then one of my coworkers was like, "Maybe this could be something for you."
1: I mean, I'd love to see it. <laughs> please honestly, please do it.
0: <laughs> you know what was my first question? <laughs> mm. My first question was, "All right, if I do put that on, first of all, how long does it hold like stay on my skin?" Cause it will not like, it's not like.
1: I think it's like at least two weeks two three weeks.
0: Yeah. So they said two weeks and I'm like, well, and if I put it on, what if I lay in my bed with white bed sheets? Mm-hmm. Do I have a print of my body then in the bed sheets?
1: He's gonna <laughs> ass crack on the bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So this is also another topic. I feel like there's a lot of people with the same issue. I know the solution, but I'd, Just don't feel like doing that. I do get a bit more tan throughout the summer. Like my words is like my way, my world of tanning is much more, much different than other people's tanning. But I see a line between my back and my ass. My ass is like wide as hell. (laughs) My back's a bit darker and just looks hilarious. Yeah but I'm not trying to get a sunburn on my ass. Hell no.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I'm the same way. It literally looks like I'm wearing underwear on like all the time. <laughs> Unless you wore like a speedo. Like what are you going to do? I'm not walking around with speedo. No,
0: but then you also have that print. So it's either you go to the Lake naked, but no, you could get spray tan on your ass and on your dick, but why would I do that? Yeah. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. These are all vanity things. Like it's nice to be tan, but does it really matter?
0: It actually doesn't, and it's also not really healthy. Yeah. It's a concept like we've told ourselves that tan people are healthy because they're a lot outside, but for your skin that's absolutely horrible.
1: I think it's funny how Americans and I guess Europeans, they want to be tan. But then you go to Asia and everyone wants to be white. (laughs) I love when they
0: walk around with like their sun umbrellas and I'm like, the hell is going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) In like all the animes and stuff, like everyone's like super white, like all their characters are white.
0: Yeah, but that opens a different topic, which is like, that's a problem of um, racism around the world.
1: You think that anime is racist?
0: no i think that the concept of white skin is a racist one be- not like the concept but like the idea of it being more powerful or whatnot is a mm. racist thought and that's why a lot of people want to be like that i think mm. that's a problem
1: yes mm. i, I read that like
0: that i mean I don't know. I mean, but th- I mean, there's also like, I've heard of, of cases. There is this one case that really mesmerized me. I stumbled upon it during work. Um, I found this guy from Canada who looked like a normal Canadian, like a white um, a ca- Caucasian um, Canadian. Mm. And he was in love with this K-pop, K-pop band. So he did plastic surgery to look like one of their members (laughs) oh i mean yes there's you know there's like one side and there's also the other side he eventually died during one of the um um surgical operations yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy
1: people can be very overboard yes you know yes like mm-hmm. the people that i walked in vegas i walked by this guy and he had like the the things you could put like under your skin to like make it like protrude a little bit oh no and it was like two lines like all the way over top of his head and i was like that is so scary he looked like a demon
0: maybe i don't know if that was a Thing before but i've seen i've also stumbled upon this during work that there's like people who actively change their look to look like i don't know like there's this one guy or like one person he i don't know what it was his sexual identity but he identifies as a snake cut off his, his ears <laughs> cut off half of his nose split his tongue and like it's i don't know why you would do that or like there's this other guy his name is alien project everyone listening unless you don't want to see it go on instagram and go check it out it's called asian project alien or like alien project it's insane the guy actually cut off two of his fingers on each of his hands or like it's at least one of his hands
1: to go like that
0: no like I think he has his thumb and his two fingers next to his thumb, but he cut off like his um, little finger and the other finger,
1: ring finger, I think. So he just looks more alien like.
0: Yes, who would do that? I mean to each their own, but like
1: I think the beauty the beauty about our world is that you can really do whatever you want. So if it doesn't harm anybody, why not?
0: true absolutely i personally i mean i don't have to understand or like i mean i like you said it doesn't affect me but i don't understand why you would do that but if that person is happy with that type of transformation it's all good it is funny though
1: it's it's just like so crazy you know (laughs) yes it's so over the top it's like but honestly i'm not surprised
0: no, but I want. I wonder what is the thought process of like, hey, I'm just gonna cut off two of my fingers and half of my nose and my two ears.
1: And how, what kind of life did that person live before that for in order for that to happen, or that desire to come?
0: Like, I can understand a certain like you wanna immerse and in, immerse into a different world or like in a different role. I understand that because there's like. I've been with my um, girlfriend to um, a comic convention Um, that was very interesting to see. And, like, you see all these people are dressed up in characters, and I I understand it. Like, when I was younger, I would um, dress up with one of my friends as, like, characters of Star Wars. Um, Recently, we went to this middle-age market. Mm -hmm. And same scenario, like, people dress up as, like, Roman soldiers or, like... Stone Age people, whatnot. I understand that. Like, I could see myself maybe do that. But for me, that's a different one than, hey, I'm going to cut off half of my nose so I look like a snake.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just so, like, (laughs) wild. I'll stick to my uh, semi-normal appearance. My normal appearance. Yeah. I'll keep my nose.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, nowadays you can
1: do anything. That's, yeah. (laughs) I can't remember who I was talking to, and I don't know if I've already said this before, but they are I can't remember who it was. They were talking about in public schools. I think I've already said this on here. In public schools, they had litter boxes in the bathroom. Yes. For, like, people that thought they were cats and dogs.
0: Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Wait. In your public school? which school? I heard that in public schools in Ohio, like, there were a couple of places where they put litter boxes in the bathroom. Because people think... Have you ever heard of furries?
0: People who dress up
1: like cats? Yeah, it's like animated cats, and they have like tails and whatever. Yeah, and they believe that they are like feline, and so they have to use a litter box to go to the bathroom.
0: No way. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, the the like the play thing I understand because there's also this puppy play. Do you know what that is? No. Um, I've, I understand. I might be wrong. Could be corrected if someone knows better. I understand that it mainly appears in the gay world. Um, and it's usually guys dressing up as puppies. So they have like these masks. And one of them is like the owner and the other one is like the puppy. So it's like a. it comes from the BDSM world. I understand that, you know, people are into that, but a litter box in a public school. So that means that people show up as furries to class. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you would sit in class and one of your classmates would be a cat. Yes. How would you... Address the cat during class because it would be another name and also the cat would behave in a different way.
1: I think they still speak English. I think they, like, they still like semi act human, you know? It's not like they're walking around, and they're just like, meow. You know? You know it's not like me- meowing everywhere. It's, it's like they still. They still speak our language, but it's just weird. It's, I don't know. It's
0: interesting. But is it is it, or is it because some people bring their cats, actual animals to school, and that's why there's a little box in the bathroom?
1: No, that's not it. They, they, you're not allowed to bring animals into school.
0: Hmm. I mean, like we said, to each your own. If if you want to be a cat and use a litter box in school. That's your place to go, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought that that would be the case in Ohio, but here we go. <laughs>
1: yeah, make it make it known. Ohio is known for litter boxes and bathrooms. <laughs> Home of the bathroom litter box.
0: Uh, I'm I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, yes, from uh, hiking in uh, in nature to um, using sun lotion, playing um, Nintendo <laughs> Switch, to using your little box in school. That's, <laughs> that's an episode right there.
1: <laughs> if they made it this far, they deserve their own personal litter box with their name on it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll open a, um online store. It's called milesapartlitterboxes.com. dot
1: <laughs> extra An extra $2,000 <laughs> $2, for making it engraved.
0: Is that expensive?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, we're selling the premium
1: stuff over here. Yeah, this is the this is luxury <laughs> brand.
0: Oh, yeah, I couldn't tell. I mean, we both live in a have like our recording studios that look insane. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have a cameraman right there. I have a sound technician above me. I have you know, I have like the whole thing and I can see you have it as well. We are luxury here.
1: <laughs> this is all fake. This the whole background is just not real. Oh, oh yeah. It's just green screen.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Mine's blue screen, you know, cause I'm like that. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, do you have anything to add or should we uh, bring this very, um, interesting, um, episode to an end?
1: I think I'm good. I think, I think we had a successful run after the <laughs> miss, the missed week last week.
0: Oh, yes. Sorry, dear listeners. It's all Matthew's fault. He didn't bring his microphone.
1: <laughs> that is true. I was in the middle of nowhere anyways. I had no connection.
0: Yeah, and also you're on a trip, so we aren't as big. Our podcast following isn't as big that 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 would be an issue.
1: Millions of people are were dying <laughs> at the stake because we didn't post
0: millions of people in their litter boxes <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hope people listen to the end because i feel like that's some funnest part <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> all right enough with the shenanigans <laughs> um well thank you for listening and um <laughs> we'll, you'll hear us next week
1: <laughs> keep keep on keeping time. on
0: Never forget, use a litter box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye bye. Peace.